0: Today is October 11th, and this is Covered. I'm Donovan. Got Drew back here with us to recap the football weekend, give some of this week's picks. Not weekend picks, week picks. We have a football game tomorrow night in the college world. We got Appalachian State going to Louisiana, I believe, and so... There's a matchup. It's football on Tuesday, so no complaints there. Then we got some Thursday night football. I believe the Bucks are playing again, so I think they're going to Philly. Um, but we got those, and then it wasn't pretty on Sunday. was not pretty, but if you look at what we did post, it was positive weekend. So, hey, there's that. Yeah. And breaking news out of Las Vegas, Nevada. John Gruden's gone. He has resigned. Uh first started with a uh, an email where he used a racist trope to describe Demarius Smith, um, who is now the head of the NFL Players Association. Um, but somebody else did a little research I suppose, and found he had some other emails out there, uh, including homophobic and misogynistic comments. So, uh, not looking uh, good for Chucky.
1: Not too good. I mean, doesn't matter how you know good of a football coach you are. Doesn't matter how you know much of a personality you have, and it doesn't matter when these comments came out like yeah all right it was in 2011 2014 once a racist always a racist once a bigot always a bigot like there's no room in today's league for those actions and i mean the the raiders really had no choice but to say hey dude resign or you're fired yeah you know so i mean it's it sucks to see that that's Gruden's personality can I say that I'm surprised not necessarily I mean have you heard the dude talk I tell you what what, man uh
0: yeah I I, there's not a blade of racism in me you know man uh Mm -hmm. but uh you know knock on wood if you're with me you know
1: yeah yeah. (laughs) talk about dividing the locker room there would not be a lot of dudes knocking on wood, you know, especially with the fact that they have the uh, old Carl's the first openly gay yep. player. Right. Like, I mean, right. that's, it's just, you know, it's not a great deal. Uh, that's, that's a terrible thing that John Gruden did yeah. but players, or did the right thing. I mean, fire his ass, dude, that's yeah. no, no excuse for that shit.
0: Yeah. None at all. Um, and so, yeah, it was kind of a developing story throughout the weekend of what would happen, you know, and all we kind of heard over Sunday was, you know, Gruden's probably going to get a massive fine, you know, maybe suspension or whatever. Um, but then sure enough tonight, Hey, Gruden is at, he's done. Um, and then New York times reporting on it, uh, that he had, that there was some, uh, more than just the racist, uh, trope. Uh, with the homophobic and misogynistic comments where uh, where there is put a meme in a group text, I guess, um, of of a lady uh, referee, one of the first lady referees, uh, that he he said, nice job, Roger. Um, He needs to spend uh, his time in the concussion tent uh, to figure out what he's doing. So that's um, not great of him to say um absolutely not like you said no place in the league for that um yeah and like you said also with Carl kind of being the first openly gay NFL player it's just it's uh it is definitely tough to see I mean not not tough to see but like you can't have it
1: you can't have it it's just not it's just not good that's that's all it comes down to um, Get him out. you know, this is the, this is the biggest sports league in the world Yeah. and you are lucky enough to be one of the 32 people in the world that is an NFL football coach, Right. you know, and you, you would have hoped that the Raiders could have done a little bit more research into that, um, before they hired a guy like that. Yeah. Because, obviously, this isn't the first time that that's happened right. with Mr. Gruden. But, right. you know, it is what it is. Get him out of the league. If he never coaches another day, which I doubt will happen. I mean, you know how these things are. The the storm will blow over, and he'll be back in some capacity in an NFL organization within the next few years. But, right now, get him out. Not a good look. Mm. Asla Johnny
0: boy Asta La Vista Johnny and now with the 100 million I do believe most of that will with the legalities of the contract uh, the Raiders probably won't have to pay or something um, he might have to uh, jump in there and see like what might appeal it or whatever something along those lines um, but yeah he's out. Who, who will take over that spot, assistant head coach, or who's going who's gonna to jump in there?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, they're going to have to do an interim guy for a while, which, you know, the, the Raiders are a good enough team where they could band around this thing and make the most of it. You know, this isn't like any other situation with the coach where you're um, firing them in the middle of the season. This is, you know, this is kind of an unprecedented thing. Yeah. You know, and I mean I, I kinda wonder too what'll happen with Urban Meyer and his deal. Like again, he didn't do anything as bad necessarily as Gruden, you know, depends on your viewpoints on life, I guess. But um, you know, it could put some pressure on like these NFL organizations saying, Hey, we need we need the most upstanding guys as our NFL coaches here. You know, we don't want to be Fucking around with these guys that are off-bondling 24-year-olds at yeah. Ohio while our team just lost a game. So,
0: yeah. I don't
1: know. could be interesting how this thing shakes out down the line here.
0: It is very interesting. But, yeah, breaking news. Gruden is out. But what's going on with the Chiefs? What is going on there?
1: The Chiefs, you know, I think they stink. I think that's what's going on. I think they stink. And you know, it it's the same old song and dance with the NFL. Everybody talks about these offenses that they're these high powered offenses, and everybody should be terrified of the high powered offense. Well, Defense has won championship, baby, and the Chiefs defense stinks. Bad. They're not good. They're terrible. Josh Allen is a very good quarterback. Again, hand up. I was wrong about that four years ago when he entered the league. With you. Thought he was going to be a scrub, but turns out he's pretty good. And he's got a great situation up there with McDermott as his head coach. Has the Bills Mafia behind him. Um You know, I I think the Chiefs are having some growing pains right now. Maybe a little Super Bowl hangover. I I always have a theory that the team that loses the Super Bowl ends up having kind of a rough year next year, right? Look at at Super Bowl's past, right? I mean, this past year, it was the Chiefs. Who was it the year before? Rams? Rams I think
0: so, because it was Rams-Chiefs and then the Rams- Dank last year. They had a, They had a bad year after that, right?
1: Who was it? Two years ago. Let's see, I don't think my memory can go back that far. <laughs> Not very good. That's a fact. Um, but we'll 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 pull that stat because the loser of the Super Bowl always has a tough year. Think back to even like the Broncos Super Bowl against the Panthers. Yeah. The Panthers. Now Next year, and you you have these locked and loaded teams for the Super Bowl. And then, you know, you lose guys to free agency and whatnot. Um, so I think that the, the Chiefs, you know, they're, they're part of that curse. So that's my two cents. There it is.
0: I did see somebody placed a bet for the Chiefs to have the least amount of wins. It was like, I think they put like $100 down. Um, but if it does hit somehow, if they just fall below the Texans and the Jags, um, then they will win $50,000 on that one. So, a good play, I
1: guess. You know, they they aren't very good right now, but they also got beat by the Bills, who are arguably one of the best teams in the NFL. And, yeah. hey, you know, the the stink rule for the Super Bowl does not always apply. Um, two years ago when, when Kansas City won it, it was San Francisco. They stunk the next year. Uh-huh. Then before that, it was the Rams. Before that it was New England who then came back in one of the next year so that was the exception definitely Had New England and Atlanta Atlanta has stank ever since they've been garbage yeah. Carolina has been shitty ever since the the Denver Super Bowl so hey there are a couple exceptions but on average you know that's Super right good, not
0: yeah very good yeah I think I think that's right too because the year after the Broncos lost to Was that the next year they went to the Super Bowl, or did they? Because then the
1: Seahawks lost to the Patriots with the Malcolm Butler interception on the goal line.
0: Should have ran, should have given it to Marshawn. But no, I mean there is some validity to that point. I mean, the I think the kind of exceptions with it being New England and. Denver, is Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. I know it's Patrick Mahomes, but that defense is
1: god-awful. Like, yeah, very bad. They just, I mean, it's not even necessarily their entire defense. Like, I I think that their defensive line is solid. Their linebacker core, I think, is below average, and I think that their secondary, with the exception of Honey Badger, is also below average. And you're not going to get a lot of wins in this league. With quarterbacks like Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, um, you know, even Lamar Jackson, if your secondary stinks. And we saw that. And, you know, I, I don't think this, the Chiefs are broke. I will never count out the Chiefs. They were down by yeah. – I think they were down by 18. And I was still – there was a point in that game where yeah. if the Bills hadn't gotten that uh, roughing the passer call where yeah, Mahomes would have went down and scored. Would have made it a you know, a ten point game and then shit, we're off to the races here. So yeah. I, I think the Chiefs will be alright in the long run.
0: I yeah, I'm not writing off the Chiefs at all either. But I do think that division is in jeopardy at this point. I the Chargers seem to be really good. That I mean, we had the under in that game and they I I think the Chargers beat the under by themselves, or they at least pushed 100. it by themselves. So that's pretty tough when that happens uh, for the boys to keep the uh, keep the game under total. And so, I mean, the
1: Chargers look really good against the Browns. They did, and I mean, the Browns didn't look shitty either. Like, no, that they're. But my thing again with the Chargers is their defense isn't great. The defense yeah. is solid, but still, he let up whatever was forty five points, like to the Browns who run the ball, you know, mm-hmm. they left a couple of big touchdowns to some tight ends. I think, well, who was it? Was it Njoku? Yeah. Njoku had a, had a day. Yeah. He, he had himself a, a good day. A, lot, a couple of long receptions from him. He's not a guy that should have long touchdown catches. Um, Odell Beckham, you know, he, He should start looking for a job at Dairy Queen or McDonald's. That guy. I know all too well. Yeah. My uh, fantasy
0: team is a disaster with injuries right now, just absolutely riddled. And so OBJ is starting and uh, I mean, he gets like four points maybe. So I'm just like, sweet. Who, why? And yeah. So OBJ does potentially need to search for another job. Now, I was 100% in with the under on this. Just maybe recency bias of Baker, partial torn, labrum, um, and them not scoring at all against Minnesota. Um, and then they do that to us score 45. But, I mean, hey, that's gambling,
1: baby. That's gambling, baby. Well, you know, just back to the AFC West, you look at the remaining schedule – Kansas City has the third toughest schedule remaining. Like, they've got some dogs down the stretch. They play Green Bay. They play the Cowboys. They obviously play the Chargers again, the Titans. They still haven't played the Broncos or the Raiders, which at this rate, again, we'll get to the Broncos in a second. But Raiders, you know, you catch them on a good day. They're they're a powerful squad. And then, you know, you look at the Chargers, they're kind of on the other end of the spectrum. They have the the 25th hardest schedule, so you know, the, the toughest teams that they play coming up, the Ravens, they still have to play the Broncos twice, they have to play the Raiders, and then says that the Bengals apparently are a tough team, I think that the Chargers will dog walk the Bengals whenever they play but that's something to take into consideration too, you know, when you're looking at wild card um, you, you know, matchups and whatnot is like the Chiefs better get their shit together if, if they're yeah. they're planning on making the playoffs at all right
0: yeah yeah I mean they really do um, but I think the next time the Chiefs play the Chargers they will have figured some things out I think they split this that series potentially um, and the Chiefs picked that one up so um, I, I do like that and then but yeah they got they do have to figure out some things um, probably more on the defensive side because that offense I mean they can go we saw we had a Josh Gordon appearance, had a Josh Gordon appearance. I think he caught one ball. Wow! Uh, big so catch they got, too. <laughs> the eagle has landed, and uh, they get to add that to the mix. So they need to figure out something on defense. But uh, the boys that need to figure it out uh, are in Denver because what in the hell is going on there?
1: It's just ugly, man. We we have never had good luck going to the Steelers it's a tough place to play like Pittsburgh just with fans is one of the toughest places to play I think in the NFL they're so rowdy they're so loud they know how to help their team win by being you know that that 12th man even though I know that mm-hmm. Seattle's thing but that's really how it is and you know I, I think Teddy coming off a concussion he didn't exactly play great um I think the Steelers offense was also getting it rolling. So it's kind of a combination of things yeah. that was going on there. But you know, you gotta beat teams like the Steelers if you wanna be taken seriously. And right now the Broncos have beaten three teams with a combined total of <laughs> two wins. So yeah. we haven't done anything yet. And they stink. So just, we might go three and fourteen.
0: Might might go three and fourteen. Tough look there. Uh, yeah, I mean, they were starting to come back and I was like, sweet, we might do something. And then Teddy throws a pick in the end zone to end the game. Well, like,
1: no. Ridiculous. They're down inside the 10, you know, it's third and goal, fourth and goal. Steelers get a great pass rush because again, the Steelers do have a really good defense, but then Teddy has two opportunities to run it in. Teddy's yeah. an athletic guy. Like he should be com- more comfortable running the ball. He could have ran it in for six. And again, we still would have had to go for two. I think we were down by eight at that point. But, yeah. like, come on, man. Like, you know, you're this, you're supposedly this somewhat dual threat guy. I, I don't think he's been as active in the run games, you know, he, since he absolutely blew out his knee. In that yeah. <laughs> that horrific knee injury had guys throwing up when he was with the Vikings. Just terrible. Just like, the knee just, but I mean, Is Teddy the guy in the long run? No, it's the same conversation we've been having. Teddy's not the guy. Locke's not the guy. We're going to settle for mediocrity. I hate it here. (laughs) Hey, that's what happens, you know. And,
0: yeah, Pittsburgh starting to get their offense rolling was wild. The first score of the game, I was like – I looked at – I was at the grocery store and I looked at the app, saw we were down 7-0. I was like, you got to be kidding me. I was like – I was like, "Watch!" It was probably something dumb, like Ben threw like a, a ninety-yard bomb or something, uh, to somebody for a touchdown. Looked at it, sure, fifty yards, which isn't ninety, but still, it's a deep ball that should not be happening, especially with this piss poor Pittsburgh Steelers offense and this. I thought we had a good defense there in Denver, but apparently not, because, giving up a fifty-yard nuke to freaking Deontay Johnson and Ben Roethlisberger is just come on.
1: Yeah, no, it it's just not good, man. It is it is not good. Um but the Steelers are really hard to figure out too. You know, they beat the Bills and then, you know, they lose to the Raiders and then they beat the Broncos. So like I, I don't think like the Broncos are as far away as everybody thinks, but Again, it comes back to the quarterback. You got to have a quarterback who's going to be that game game breaker, and yeah. we don't have that guy. And that's that is a fact. We do not have that guy, and we're not going to have that guy because we're going to be mediocre forever. Like that's just how the Broncos are going to be till. And uh, it just sucks
0: till be- til Bezos or Manning buys <laughs> buys the Broncos. Then uh, then we'll be then we'll be talking.
1: Um, yeah, you, you but, really do need ownership to. To flood the organization with cash and with a desire to win now, because right now is not what's going on with the Broncos. It's hey, the, you know they're figuring they've got their own drama going on, and that's what happens. And that's how you that's trickle how you sell. trickle down, yeah, into a shitty franchise is you have drama up at the top, and that's what's been happening right now, and it sucks. That's yeah. that's just all it comes down to. Yeah. yeah.
0: Talking, of, I mean, talking about shitty franchises, like, you got the Jets, got the Giants. The whole state of New York's in fire, except for the Bills, which, yes, is in New York. There's <laughs> Buffalo. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah pretty much. Uh, the Jets, bad. Wilson, I mean, yeah, he's a rookie, but
1: it's it's hard to watch. I mean, yeah. I, and they still, they still have an opportunity to win the game, too, which I don't you know, know if that speaks one. for the Jets having a little, you know, swagger or if that speaks for, <laughs> excuse me, the Falcons being the Falcons. But you go over to London, you go over to the Queens-Hass. queens, Haas, queens And, you know, the, the Jets stink. Uh, that was just an ugly game, too. Like, that was not a fun game. The London games always suck.
0: Yeah, they, they do suck. Another um, bad one next week, Dolphins, Jags. Well, yeah, I saw I saw like a tweet or something that said, England gave us like the Beatles, Queen, we're giving them the Jags and the Dolphins <laughs> and the Falcons and Jets. So you're
1: welcome. Yeah, you're, you're welcome, England. Yeah, here – here start your own nfl franchise with all of our shitty ones you know i think it's kind of like a test run for these shitty franchises to see like ooh, who can who is england gonna buy into over here and everybody keeps talking about jacksonville moving over there you know and I, mean, I still they think they might. I <laughs> still think they have a win Hey, Urban might – this,
0: this might be shotgun's last draw with Urban. He's
1: you know, we're just going to move to England. We're, we're, we're moving <laughs> to England. This, this America thing isn't working out for us. And, hey, I would not be surprised if that happened someday. But, yeah, I mean, again, Jacksonville, wow, that was ugly. Not – yeah,
0: not uh... – not good. And then, yeah, kind of touch on it there with the Giants. I mean, everybody, like, all week, murmurs of, oh, the Giants are going to keep this one close.
1: But, I
0: mean, just how good are the Dallas Cowboys?
1: I, I still don't think that we know, really. Like, they, ha- they, they haven't played anybody. They, they're playing these clown teams, right? I'm bought like, in. I bought in. I'm in. I mean, I already said they were going to win the NFC East. They're still definitely going to do that. And, again, they kind of have a middle-of-the-road strength of schedule moving forward. I think they'll probably lose a cheap game to the, to the football, Washington football team or, you know, maybe the Eagles. Like, they always find a way to lose to one of those NFC East teams no matter how good they are. But, I mean, over 500 yards of offense, like, their defense is balling out. Yeah. Diggs? Diggs oh, He's a monster. He's so good. He he's. I mean, he, he's just like his brother. He's just again. You talk about game breakers. That dude he's is a freak. Game yeah, but also you know you have the backup in. Uh, oh, what's his face? Long neck. Like what's the or the Giants backup?
0: Oh, Sky Camp Mike Glenn.
1: My Glenn. My God. That you know, he how tall is he? Six six, six seven? He's got a foot of that in his neck alone. Yeah. Like, that doesn't count. But yeah. hey, Daniel Jones, he had the weebly wobblies coming off the field. <laughs> he got he, he got tough combed. day
0: for the Giants, that's for sure.
1: Ugh. And then old Cuzzy, uh, their uh, stud rookie receiver throws a punch at the end of the game. It's like, dude, you're getting blown dude. out. Don't get there's no need to be throwing punches right now, dude. Like, come on, man.
0: Yeah, like week two or something, he was complaining about not getting touches, finally has like a breakout game, and then throws a punch, gets ejected. So, have a day. Have a day.
1: Yeah, good good for you. And he kind of seemed like a guy to throw a temper tantrum because that's what he did. I think it was week one um, with the offensive coordinator there, which was uh, – wasn't that the Cowboys' old coach? Um Old uh, Jason Garrett, old oh, Clapper. Yeah, yeah the old Clapper, man. He was. It looked like that. Looked like he was chewing out the water boy on the sideline. He was just angled the camera, but really he was getting after Jason Garrett for not getting him any touches. And you know, maybe that's what the Giants need—is a little, uh, little animosity over there. But maybe. I mean, they stink. They all stink. I mean, do you want to talk about a game that didn't stink? Well, I guess it depends which way you look at it the Bengals Packers game what an emotional roller coaster that was yeah like it, you you were saying it you were like man i don't know Bengals they they're, they're going to keep this one close <coughs> especially with the Packers having you know um, having their entire secondary out and sure shit they kept it close and i mean that game should have been over in regulation by a long shot but what a day for the kickers there in in Ohio, huh? Yeah, it was tough. I mean, just miss kick, miss kick,
0: miss kick. And when it finally did go into overtime, it was like, all right, maybe the Packers cover the three and a half, right? Or I mean, just the three, and maybe Aaron Rodgers throw a touchdown. Uh, okay, miss the kick. All right, Mason misses the kick. Okay, McPherson thinks he makes the kick. That's miss, miss again, back and forth, back and forth. And then at one point, I was just like, How many times is enough? Enough. And Aaron just says, You know what? Fuck it. <laughs> I'm going to go score a touchdown because I don't want to bring Mason back out here. But, I mean, they still did it and got the push, I guess.
1: Yeah, the, the push do you do? out of a crazy game like that, you got to respect. The push because man, it was like at any point either these teams could win it or either these teams could lose it. I mean, Joey Burrow throwing that pick and then like the Packers had a penalty or something or no, Rogers got sacked, which put them at you know not an easy field goal. Like, no. I mean, it was just it was a crazy game. I mean, and they still didn't make it easy on Crosby. It was a forty-nine yarder that he made. Yeah. At the end, they're like good for him. He he did the exact same shit a couple of years ago at the Lions, if you remember, back yeah. and forth. He missed three three or four field goals, and comes out nails the game winner. You know Crosby's due for one of these every couple years. So back got it out of the way early. Yeah, one to four and one. How you doing? Keep it moving.
0: Yeah, that yeah. And there was one point at the very end of the game. Um, where Zach Taylor brings out McPherson. It's like a 54-yarder. There's 30 seconds left, and I know we've talked about it before, and it's how much time is too much time. But the problem I had with this was okay, the Packers have no timeouts. So, kind of tough. It might have even been 20 seconds. I don't remember the exact time on the clock, but Why are you – you're sending a rookie kicker out there from 54. If he misses, which he ended up doing, you're giving Aaron Rodgers from the 50 to get one throw in, Um, spike the ball, kick the field goal. Typically, Mason's going to make that one, I feel like. Like, what are you doing? Punt the ball, say, say thank you, God, go into overtime, and take care of business that way. sending the kick I I know like you're trying to win football games, but you missed that one, which you did. Aaron Rodgers is gonna I feel like take advantage of it, which he did. I mean, he got him in field goal range there and then Mason just missed, but like
1: Yeah, Bengals uh, being the Bengals. Pin the yeah. Not not a good deal for them, but I mean that I think the Bengals blew this game more than the Packers won it. because they had their opportunities to win it right i mean you you can't throw like burrow's pick in overtime was just stupid he threw it right through the linebacker like there was nobody around him and you know he'll he'll get over it the more he plays his his interceptions and stuff but you're talking about an organization that doesn't even have an indoor field like this it's tough The Bengals are still a garbage organization until proven otherwise, and this is exactly the games that you got to win as a garbage organization to take you out of that. That's right. Nation, so yeah, have to, have to win that one.
0: Uh, But yeah, that was tough. And then also, I had the under in Jacksonville and Tennessee, and they just they both said, you know what? Hey, this week gonna decide to score. And I was like, why? So I don't, I don't know what was going on there. We'll have to get back into the lab, make sure we're we're getting uh, precise information going
1: forward to to make sure we give the people the right picks. Well, you go to back to the Browns who have one of the best defenses in the league, and they give up forty seven points. Like, you just never know. The NFL is so crazy that way. Yeah. Is you, you never know when. Somebody's gonna, you know, take a nap and decide to not play any defense at all. But hey, that's that's the league, man. It's grown man league. That is the grown man league. But then we
0: had the amateurs, the student athletes on Saturday, and Texas. What the hell
1: was that? Texas being Texas, I mean, there's nothing new. I do think with the Red River rivalry, because it's not the shootout anymore, because we don't want to offend anybody. I'm still going to call it the shootout because that's that's forever and always what it'll be. I mean they 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 were playing so well in the first half. Ben soul Spencer Rattler, who's you know it, we posted on the Instagram. He's he's basically. Uh, Vanilla version of Patrick Mahomes, if Patrick Mahomes stank. Exactly. Lately. Lately, not great. But yeah, I mean, what, what an all time bad beat at the very end. You know, Oklahoma's trying to set up the field goal. Just make a tackle. Good. Yeah, just make one tackle, Texas. And they instead bust off a, it was like a 35, 38 yard run for a touchdown. So instead of Texas pushing, um, you know we we got boned on that one. So I I am so over Texas and their their nonsense. It drives me crazy. They'll never be back. Uh, yeah, and they start up
0: 14-0, and it was like sweet, great start. Um, but even like then, I was still kind of skeptical. Like both these teams give up a lot of points. Like good for Texas getting that fourteen. Point Head Start, like awesome, um, and then I. But still, in the back of my head, I was like, "There is a lot of game left, and they were still. I mean, they're up what, seventeen at halftime, and so after, uh,
1: it might have even been eighteen. But it's, yeah. it one, it still doesn't solidify Oklahoma's being a good team. Like that, no. you beat Texas. Texas hasn't done anything this year, and then no, still don't think they are any good, no. and they're back
0: in the top four, so.
1: Yeah, that which is complete garbage. But I mean, it's the same thing. That that'll be their one win. Now, who are they going to? There's nobody else in the in the Big Twelve that they can play against so that'll bump them up. But like, it it still does not establish them as being a good team. You beat Texas. Don't matter. Get them out of the league.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I.
1: I'm not on OU's bandwagon. I can't.
0: I, that little wagon that rolls around the the stadium at the OU home games the not soon, jumping the on
1: sooner sooner
0: whatever i don't care it stinks they stink ou i'm still going to fade them i don't care just because texas can't make a tackle they still shouldn't have covered they should be one and five against spread but now now they're two and four because texas can't tackle um, they're slipping off dudes like they're covered in oil, just absolutely just falling off them. So, tough to see. Uh, but Alabama took their first loss. Are they not going to make it in?
1: Oh, they'll make it in. <laughs> but I'm telling you right now, it's going to be perfectly, as I predicted, Georgia, Iowa, Alabama, Ohio State. It's going to be just a little flip-flopped a little bit, right? flippity-floppity? little floppity be floppedy. you know i thought that that is this is a bad loss for bama don't get me wrong but they still have the schedule to be able to leapfrog some people right they're gonna be able to they're gonna play georgia in the sec championship right if they beat georgia i think georgia and bama are both in oh yeah you know so one of them will move up to one of them will move up to two if, if Bama wins, they'll move up to two. Georgia will drop to four. Um, you know, you look at, like, Ohio State moving up to one or Iowa moving up to one, and then Ohio State can slide in at three. So then you've got the SEC versus Big Ten, Final Four. Since he's not making it in, I'm telling you right now, there's no way they don't play anybody else. Don't matter. Since, he, since he's in.
0: Since he's making it in. All right? They, are, they got it and Iowa number 2 everybody Penn State's going to beat Iowa Penn State money line whatever oh took Sean Clifford out to do it okay well you know what hey wins a win the storming of the field i was not thrilled with because i mean you're your top 5 team and you beat the number 4 team which i get but i mean come on we we don't need to storm the field here
1: yeah, what is, this is the Mickey Mass organization here that's never won anything? Like, come on, Iowa. you got more pride than that. But realistically, they're not going to have any other games to storm the field the rest of the year. Again, they got the alphabet the rest of the year. They got Purdue. Purdue. They got Wisconsin. They got Boo. Minnesota, Illinois, Nebraska. They got the alphabet. It's, the, it's all the logos with the letters on them. So... I don't know, man. Iowa could cruise into this thing, but they still have to play against Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship, and that's That'll a very scary thing to be a part of.
0: That is scary
1: with old CJ
0: Strapp. But one thing I am worried about is the Iowa Wisconsin game, only because I don't think I, I do not think Wisconsin's good. They're actually my meter of how good I think you are by how bad you beat Wisconsin. And that was my main reason for taking Iowa this week is because Penn State only beat Wisconsin by six points. And so I said any team that can only beat Wisconsin by six points ain't beating Iowa. And then so what I'm worried about is I'm on the I'm on the Iowa bandwagon. Full full throttle. Go up go Hawks. Let's go. And I've been talking all the smack about Wisconsin. I am slightly worried Iowa goes into Wisconsin, Camp Randall, and legs, lays an egg. That would be tough. That would be a tough scene.
1: I don't know. Wisconsin. <laughs> they're I mean, bad. They're, they're kind of like the Broncos, where they play good defense. They've always got good running backs. They don't have a quarterback. And And that's Iowa. That's very true. Very true. (laughs) That's the Big Ten in general, except for Ohio State, pretty much. Look at everybody. Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, We'll have to talk about that one later. They play Purdue this next weekend. They're going to dog walk them. Um, So there's that. And then Ohio State's remaining schedule, I mean, we'll take a look and see where they're at.
0: Well, they're going to go, they're going to lose to Michigan.
1: The last game of the season, I don't know. Michigan has time to blow it. I mean, Ohio State, realistically, they've got the the tougher road to this deal. Like, they, they play Indiana next week at Indiana. Again, I've said so going to Indiana is always a tough place to play when you're a big dog-ranked opponent. Indiana always gets one every year. They, they almost got Cincy. Now Ohio State's coming in. Then – uh, they have Penn State at home, who's currently ranked seventh, right? And then, you know, they've got Michigan State, who no idea how they're ranked 10th. And then they play Michigan. Like, Ohio State's got an ask you can schedule. If they can win out, they'll be top two. Like, there's that's how it's going to be. It could we, we could see a Big Ten championship with Iowa number one, Ohio State number two, something like that, if things shake out the way that they're going to. But they won't do that because it's college football. People are going to lose. We're hoping for anarchy. That's the way it's going to be. That That is the way it's going to be. But
0: I know we did our top four one of the last times. Who's winning it all
1: at this point? Man, um, Georgia looks good, like – yeah, they're they're terrifying. Um, I'll take a SEC team with a really good defense over a Big Ten team with a really good defense any day because you know that that SEC team is going to be able to score points. These Big Ten teams, they don't know how to score points. They cannot generate offense, and yeah, they play against each other and beat up on each other. But like, man, Georgia—it's it, hard again to go against Georgia right now. I know we said Bama earlier on, but you saw the cracks in the. Texas A&M game, I mean, but you, you can't count out those two, Georgia and Bama. I, I will say SEC is going to win it one way or the other. It ain't going to be a Big Ten team, and that's no. that's just facts. Who do you got? I
0: I got Georgia as well. I mean, that they're just really good uh, defensively. I know I s- said it last time. I don't really believe in Mc- or Daniels or Stetson, uh, but. I don't think it matters, honestly. They're just really, really good on the defensive end. Um, And so if they can score seven points, they could probably hold one of these Big Ten Ten teams to zero. So that's really all they need, or three. I mean, if they want to kick a field goal, whatever.
1: Um, And I think, too, you know, the way you got to look at it is when you're comparing these teams, it's like, all right, which one of these Big Ten teams or Big 12 is going to be able to beat Bama or Georgia? And the answer is none of them. It ain't none Oklahoma. It ain't Cincinnati. It ain't Ohio State. It ain't oh. Iowa. It ain't Penn State. It ain't Michigan. None of those teams are going to be able to beat them. That's just how it is. That's how it's going to be for, you know, the foreseeable future until one of those guys gets an absolutely dynamic quarterback. Yeah. Interesting. But right now, you know, Michigan's got two quarterbacks. Ohio State has a yeah. freshman, um, Iowa they couldn't even spell QB. <laughs> Take it easy. They can spell Iowa, that's four letters. <laughs> QB is a little difficult for them. They they know how to spell tight ends and tackles. That's what Iowa. Tight ends and
0: tackles. Yeah. Hey, but whatever works and people saying, hey, Iowa doesn't have the offense to keep up. Well, you know, you know what they say? Great, a great defense. Makes great offense, something like that. I forgot the saying, whatever, but hey, you get it. Defense, wins, ships, I was still in my top four.
1: They're, they're still, they'll still go. I, I was for sure. Cincy, nah, get him out. Oh. There's no way, especially with Ohio State schedule. If Ohio State wins out, they're totally jumping Cincy. Mm. Um, I mean, it, Bama will jump him too, like, since he's screwed. That they, they don't have a tough enough schedule, and that's because they're a group of five school. That's how it's always gonna be. Expand the playoff. Expand the playoff.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that one. But we must move to our pick for tomorrow. That probably not gonna make the college football playoff between Appalachian State and the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. Spreads five, some places five and a half, depending on where you look. You gotta play in this one, maybe an over, under.
1: You know, maybe it's how time- many times the quarterback drinks water on the TV. <laughs> I yeah, some, some good prop bets might be good here. But um, you know, I just don't know enough about the teams, honestly. Tuesday games are weird they either score 10 points or for a hundred points. Yeah. And you know, I'm always for the over. So we're going to go ahead and take the over 57 and a half. Go ahead. Love it. They, they, they won't be ready. They didn't have enough time to game plan, or maybe they had too much time to game plan. You know, that's exactly it. Like 57 and a half hammer. It. Maybe, maybe just scoop that one on up to 70, 75 while you're at it. No, don't do that. But, um, uh, <laughs> Tuesday games are weird. I do like Appalachian State just as a team in general. I don't know if I like them by five and a half points necessarily. So, you know, I'll stick with the over here. Yeah, that's fair. I did like the over. I was thinking
0: about it. Um, I do like Louisiana in this one, plus five and a half for some reason. Um, Both teams, four and one. Appalachian State State's loss was on the road to Miami, who is not good. They're very bad. Um, And then Louisiana's only loss was to Texas. I know Texas ain't that great, but I do believe they're better than Miami. And so just kind of looking at it that way, uh, just common, not common opponents, but just the losses. I'm going to go ahead and take the five and a half at home, too. They're at home. So, I would take Louisiana plus five and a half.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at, like, <laughs> here, like, Louisiana yeah. beat South Alabama Jaguars by two, but they were on the road. I've never even heard of the South Alabama Jaguars. Um, Stuffed. Sunbelt West. Sunbelt West, babe. so So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll stick with you over, and we'll call it good. I, I don't know if I'm ready to make a official pick there. They did, however, take Texas State to four overtimes. Um, so, there's that. But, um, you know, you're also talking about Texas State Bobcats, you know. Like, yeah. they're, they're not a good team either. Put so. an asterisk next to these picks.
0: Uh, subject to change we'll post our official (laughs) picks on the social media uh, but a little thing we do know a little bit more about the nfl thursday night we do get tampa philly tampa is seven point favorites
1: yeah um i don't believe in the eagles at all so it really depends on the health of the Bucks. So I don't know if we can really give a pick right now because once Tom, again, subject to change. Subject to change. Who do we like? Where, where's our lean? I'm t- totally leaning toward Bucks for sure. Um, but is Gronk still out? Is Tom Brady's thumb okay? I guess hurts he thumb in the absolute slacking of the Dolphins. Who, when he
0: threw for 400 yards and five tutters for the first time in his career.
1: Yeah, just keep, <laughs> keep breaking your own record, you asshole. Tom. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't believe in the Eagles at all, but there's a lot of factors that go into it that I think is tough this early in the week, especially on a Thursday game. Who knows what the weather's going to be doing up in Philly? Like, it's it going to be cold around here. I wouldn't be surprised if the weather stinks up in Philly this week. So That's when Tommy performs, though. Well, not against the freaking – not against the Patriots. Well, I mean, it, it,
0: it was a torrential downpour. What do you expect? If it's just I, cold,
1: uh, he, he might throw for 600 yards. It, he might. He, he very well might. But, you know, 51 and a half, I don't believe in the Eagles to score enough points for the over to hit in that game. So, I'd be leaning toward under 51 and a half. I'd also be leaning toward Bucks minus seven. Um, that's what I think. What do you think? My leans are the same way. I mean, it's Tom Brady. It's the Bucks.
0: Sure, they didn't cover against the Cowboys in the first Thursday night football game of the year, and it was around this. Philly's not the Eagle, or Philly is the Eagles. Philly ain't the Cowboys. <laughs> they and. I mean, they got a Monday night against the Cowboys and got absolutely pounded. So, I mean, I'm leaning Bucks. I'm also leaning the under because Philly's, yeah, just not very good. I mean, they only, like, I think we're starting to see the Panthers true colors <coughs> as well. And uh, just they barely scored any points against them too. And they got... Multiple opportunities to start on their own side of the fifty uh, with uh, Sammy D throwing some picks, but that, that doesn't matter. That's not not here nor there. Um, and so, I yeah, strongly leaning Bucks under in that one.
1: Yeah, I, I don't believe in Jalen Hurts. I don't believe in who is it Sirianni is that the that the coach Sirianni yeah. can't can't even talk like into a microphone correctly. So. Yeah, um, bucks under. There you bucks. have it.
0: Lean, subject to change with injury and weather information. Uh, but, yeah, that is what we have. And then also we do have a little hockey talk. It's opening night, tomorrow night. Kraken get their first game. They get a to walk into T-Mobile in Vegas, say, hey, welcome to the league, boys. Uh, you get to face the Vegas Golden Knights, and then the Pens. I do not believe Crosby is ready, but he gets to go, or they get to go to Tampa and take on the Lightning. So I would say a little Tampa Knights little parlay action, probably.
1: Yeah, well, I see a headline: uh, the Seattle Crack can have five in COVID protocol. part yeah. you. So there I you go. Did- well, uh, I think it was their head coach. It was their head coach or their captain who was saying, he's like, every game we've got a guy on our team that is motivated to kick the shit out of the other team because of the expansion draft. Although that was pretty cool. That being said, I don't know. that These expansion teams kind of funky. Like, look what happened to – With the Knights. Yeah. They, they went out and they were in the Stanley Cup their first year of existence. Like you can't count out those teams. So, you know, the cracking could be pretty good, but it all depends on, it all depends on chemistry. And we'll have to get our, our junior hockey correspondent Klein on one of these days to talk a little bit about some hockey. And um, I mean, Hey, but whatever's going on with the abs, hammer the Abs. They're, hammer the they're, they're I mean, come on, we're due for one here. We, we need another championship in Denver. The Avs are the next in line to make that happen. And then it's going to be the Nugs. And then yeah. we're never going to win in baseball, so just forget about it. And um, we may never win again. So we may lose every game in forever. So. Yeah.
0: If the if the Rockies ever make the playoffs again uh, in my lifetime, I'll probably be pretty happy because, yeah, I mean, it's just terrible. But, yeah, Avs ready to go. Um, think about that. Knights, uh, Lightning little parlay action, maybe, with, with the COVID, with the COVID news, with players and news. The I will
1: say, Seattle, the first time they're at home, hammer that will them. That be electric. Hammer them. Don't matter who they're playing. Hammer Seattle, the first time they're at home. I'll look it up right now because that'll be very interesting. The Seattle fans are nuts. They're going to be people. absolutely buzzing in there. That Yeah,
0: that's what Seattle fans do. It's gonna be like the twelve for the Hawks, but in an arena and hockey fans. So,
1: I mean, first week and a half of the season, <laughs> the Kraken are on the road. What the hell? Are they still building the stadium? I, you know how those things go; they take forever. So, but they got Vancouver at home Saturday, October twenty third. Go ahead, lock that one in his a. Go dumb. ahead,
0: take. Go ahead, take minus one and a half to Vancouver stinks. Oh
1: yeah, Vancouver stinks. The Canucks uh, tickets as low as three hundred sixty-five dollars for that game. So but it's gonna be buzzing, gonna be an electric atmosphere. They're going to be so pumped in Seattle. So hopefully, hopefully the Kraken will go zero and five on the way into their their home debut. But they they're gonna catch a couple. I mean Columbus. Yeah. I guess Columbus was pretty good last year. I don't know. They do got a pretty tough schedule. Philadelphia is always salty. New Jersey, um, they kind of. I don't know. They kind of stank. We'll get we'll get Klein on and tell us what to do, and then we'll just fade his bets.
0: Absolutely, that is what we will do. But everybody, enjoy your Monday night, or if you're listening to this on Tuesday. Um, Hopefully you enjoyed the absolute barn burner that is the Monday night football game. Not boring at all with lots of scoring. Um, But until the next time,
1: we got you covered. We've got you covered. We're going to have our first in-person pod this next go-around. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. That's right. Let's go.